How to Create a Glitch Monologues Season 12 Chapter 9 This is Episode 9 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Season 12. In this episode, we will be elaborating on Episode 8 of this season and Chapter 5, Context and Rebellion of the Complete Series. The purpose of this episode is to link together our analysis of context with the directive to destroy the context in creating a glitch. Exegesis is explained in the previous episode is one methodology by which the personal can be removed from the experience, and the abstraction that follows, acts as a filter of experience by narrowing the gateways we maintain. But exegesis is an ex post facto method. It relies upon an after-the-fact elimination of the personal inherent to the experience. There are other methods which can be used to eliminate the personal, destroy the context, so to speak, so as to increase the likelihood of observing a glitch. Suffice it to say, there is nothing more to observing a glitch than seeing something out of time or place. Often the first step in experiencing a glitch involves cutting away the ordinary common-sense explanation for what appears to be a trivial event. There are other ways to eliminate the personal, to abstract so to speak, in the moment. These include, 1. Breaking continuity internally and externally with some historical pattern. 2. Loosening one's associations internally. 3. Creating an objective discontinuity in behavior. 4. Acting without objective or rational explanation. Breaking continuity involves recognizing the patterns by which we act, the physical motions, their timing, their spatial dimensions, and overturning them in the moment. It also involves, internally, eliminating patterns in thought processes or gratifications. It may be as simple as using your left hand to shake hands, or giving up your cigarette habit for a determined period, exercising the will to refrain. It may involve postponing that habitual dinner, or reorganizing one's calendar. It might involve altering the timing by which one executes one component of a familiar pattern. Loosening one's associations involves the method of acting against impulses, acting against ordinary associations. For example, instead of having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich one might have peanut butter and honey sandwich. Instead of habitually sitting down for a tea, have a coffee instead. Instead of visiting with your best friend for lunch, Seek out that acquaintance with whom you have little in common. Visit that art gallery which you have no interest in. Take that route to work which you avoid out of negative associations. There are myriad ways to loosen one's associations. Creating an objective discontinuity involves adopting lifestyle choices which are antithetical to your values and telegraphing them to those around you through social cues. Acting without objective involves ritualistic and empty actions that undermine the normal timing of and patterns of behavior. All these associations, and patterns, are part of a web of associations constructed out of how you navigate the world, how you describe yourself, and how you describe others. They all assist in the assignation of meaning by context. Eliminating context is as much about navigating the internal as it is about redesigning the external. Both go hand in hand to produce new patterns which might reveal some deeper truths. Finally, esoteric objects as described in the complete series possess the quality of being pillars in the webs of association constructed around us by our actions and internal narratives. It is through these objects that we manifest, project and assign meaning to our experiences. In fact, the esoteric gate of the room, 
as a common strata, a common substrate, provides a context for experience. Just as a knife creates discontinuity, displaces the meaning which we understand and punctures the ordinary emulsion of context. Exegesis plays a preferential role in developing a web of associations, because it draws out the personal and reorients meaning. But no amount of exegesis can alter the importance of the pen or the incisiveness of the sword. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment, and subscribe.